are listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to this episode of the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This is Daniel Davis. This week we are beginning a new unit, Unit 16, titled, The Lord Keeps His Eye on Those Who Fear Him. And this begins with Session 1, God's Promise to His People. With this new unit and first session, we are, of course, beginning a new volume of the Gospel Project for Adults. This winter volume is the sixth leg of our trek through the storyline of Scripture. And this volume will finish out the Old Testament events of that storyline, namely the captivity and the restoration of God's people. At the conclusion of the previous volume, Judah was conquered by Babylon and many Israelites were exiled to the cities of Babylon. So here we pick up with that reality as the Lord speaks to his people through the prophet Jeremiah. The history of Israel in both the northern and southern kingdoms contains many ups and downs. God would do wonders in the sight of his people. And as a result, they would love God and worship Him. But soon, they would forget what He had done for them. This recalls the cycle of the judges earlier in the storyline. And it also illustrates the cycle of sin we can find ourselves in as believers. In His mercy, God sent godly leaders, judges, kings, and prophets to woo His people back to Himself. But often to no avail. Because the people continued to stray from Him, rejecting His covenant with them and worshiping other gods, degenerating into greater depths of depravity. The righteous Lord eventually allowed their enemies to take his people into exile and captivity because he is a holy and just God who keeps his word. You can read about the Lord's promises and warnings in this regard in Deuteronomy 28 and 29. But in his love and faithfulness, the Lord continued to speak through prophets like Jeremiah to encourage his people because he was still with them and freedom was coming which were promises the Lord made in Deuteronomy 30. Turning to point one, notice that the three points of this session are framed around the idea of the day of the Lord, which could simultaneously be a day of judgment for God's enemies and a day of hope for God's people. Through Jeremiah's words in chapter 30, verses 8 through 11, we see the day of the Lord will bring freedom. In context, I want to point out that this section of Jeremiah, encompassing chapters 29 through 31, was written and spoken prior to the destruction of Jerusalem, but there were still exiles at the hand of Babylon. The destruction of Jerusalem occurred in 586 BC, but Babylon exerted their power and authority over Judah on two other occasions, deporting people from the land in 605 and 597 BC. Daniel, whom we will read about in the next two sessions, likely was deported in 605, and likely would have been a recipient of Jeremiah's comforting words that we are studying today. Though God's people were suffering the consequences of their sin and rebellion, even here at the very beginning of their exile and captivity, the Lord was promising a restoration and return to their homeland. The New Testament speaks of believers in Jesus Christ as being exiles in this world, awaiting the return of Christ for our restoration and glorification, which is the key doctrine highlighted in this session. What the Israelites hoped for in their suffering, a restoration, will be fully realized through the saving work of Jesus Christ on behalf of all believers at the final resurrection and restoration of all creation. In point two, we see that the day of the Lord will bring healing. The Lord never dismisses the significance of sin and its consequences. He can't just sweep it under a rug and ignore it because he is holy. 
So in this passage, he refers to his discipline of his people as an incurable injury, a wound most severe, and no one can help. No one, that is, except the Lord himself. He promises to bring healing and health to his people once more, a testimony to his people and to all the nations that he alone is God and that he is gracious and merciful. Finally, with point three, the Lord makes it explicit that the day of the Lord will bring restoration for his people. Cities rebuilt, the people back home and rejoicing, and a faithful leader ruling over them. It's easy to see how this leader points forward to Jesus, who will one day finally and fully rule over the kingdom of God, comprised of all of God's people. Use the question under this point on page 14 in the Leader Guide and page 23 in the Daily Discipleship Guide to get your group thinking about examples of restoration in our lifetimes. Then expand on this idea to help them see that even these examples, like the promised return of the exiles to their homeland, serve to foreshadow that ultimate restoration brought about at Jesus' second coming. Jeremiah reminded God's people of the Lord's promise that one day he would restore them from their captivity. But we should recognize that all people are captives in an even greater way. Sin has affected all of creation, and nothing is as it should be. The sin of Adam and Eve ruined humanity. The sin of the Israelites ruined their stay in the Promised Land. And our sin damages and even severs our relationships with the Lord and our fellow image bearers. As God is holy, our sin must be punished. So God, in His love, sent His one and only Son. In His first coming, the incarnation that we celebrate in this month of December, Jesus provided salvation for all who trust in Him. And one day, Jesus will return to make all things right. Because there is that ultimate day of the Lord coming, when Jesus will return to restore all of creation and deal judgment to all of His enemies who reject Him in unfaithfulness, we must live each day telling others of this coming kingdom of grace and mercy so that they too might experience healing rather than eternal exile at the hands of King Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.